Greetings from New Zealand. Yeah, this is my very first podcast misadventurous episode from the land of the long white cloud. You're no doubt going to be getting a lot of cultural stuff, looking at the differences, slang terms and everything that is going to come along with living my adventure here in New Zealand. But I just wanted to share with you something that might help you if you're planning on moving in the future. These are just my do's and don'ts of moving because I've recently done it. And uh, here's what I learned. Now, because we were celebrating one year, yes, our baby Miss Adventurous turned one, I was running a cheeky birthday competition and I'm keeping it open. So if you want to win a scoop, yes, it is Miss Adventurous's birthday, but you could be winning the presents. Head on over to the Miss Adventurous on Instagram, like the first post, as in the latest post, and then hit follow. You'll go on the draw to win the cheeky prize. I'll leave it open for another week or so but let's get into it. Welcome to Misadventurous with me, Tiffany Rouge, a colour lover who's filling out the grey area that we call life to help you live a more colourful life and help you unlock your mind so that you can be adventurous too. I've called this episode The Do's and Don'ts of Moving because a lot of people have told me that it can be a really stressful time and I have had stressful times moving in the past, but this time was the least stressful. And I want to tell you why I'm going to start off with the do's and we'll get to the don'ts and we'll get to like the lessons that I've learned. So number one, one thing you really have to do is have a plan. You know, you've got to have a move date, but you've got to plan all of that. You need to know where you're going. You need to know when you're going, how you're going to get there and what sort of things need to happen. So you've got to look at whether or not you're going to get removalist or whether or not you are going to pack all the stuff yourself and move, uh, you know, get yourself a truck. Then you've got to figure out, you know, how you're going to get a truck and all that jazz. So it really does help to have a plan. Which brings me to my second do, which is have a list of priorities that then turn into your to-do list. So obviously the things that are the most important need to get done first. And I like to operate on proximity or timeliness versus priority. You know, what's something that really needs to happen and that needs to happen in the next few days. So if you have just decided that you're moving and it's a definite thing, I think the best thing to do would be to pick a date that you're leaving. And that would be to start off with booking some flights, if that's how you're going to move, or um, booking a truck or booking some removalists and, you know, figure out what's high on your list of priorities and things that need to happen in the next couple of days because you'll need to book things in advance. And that will give you more of a plan to move forward. Then that'll turn into your to-do list and then just stick to it. You know, don't feel like that things can't change in this whole process. You've got to be adaptable to accept that there are certain things that you won't be able to change, but you've just got to accept your own reality of it. Maybe there's something that you can't change, but you can change the way you see it the way it affects you and things like that. I was in a lecture earlier this week and it was a really cold room and I couldn't do anything about the fact that it was a cold room. So I just put my jacket on. It's simple things like that, that you can't change. I couldn't change the fact that it was cold, but I could change how I felt by putting my jacket on and being warm. 
I always find that actually physically writing down this list of priorities and putting it somewhere that you're going to see every day will really help you, especially when it comes to certain things that you need to do on certain days. If you're anything like me, you will forget. And if, uh, you know, putting a reminder in your phone on the calendar helps or having it written on a piece of paper on a whiteboard that is in your line of sight somewhere in your room, that will definitely help you start doing the things on your list of priorities. Another one of my big to-dos and do's is publicize the fact that you're leaving and not just in terms of conversations with friends because you should definitely be telling them, friends and family, they need to know first, but then put it on Facebook, put it on Instagram, put it on Snapchat, however it is that you communicate with all of your friends, all the people that you know, tell them that you're moving because you never know who's going to come out of the woodwork and what that'll turn into. So by me telling my family that I was moving to New Zealand, all of my family members made an effort to come and see me. My brother, the legend that he is, even made the effort to come and help me pack. He spent my last weekend in town with me, helping me pack all of my boxes and my life. And it was just a case of telling them. So obviously it's a really good idea to communicate the fact that you're leaving, but by sharing that information into a wider circle, you'll find that there are people who you haven't spoken to in ages that you've always been meaning to catch up with, but you just never get around to catching up with, but you still want to see them. And if they don't know that you're leaving, you can't see them before you go. You definitely do want to have certain goodbyes and document the moment of you leaving. And that's another one of my do's. Actually say goodbye, you know, do have a leaving do. Do have a dinner with all of your friends. Do whatever it is that you need to do that will help you close the chapter of your life of you moving. Another do is use the power of mindfulness to help make it stress-free. So many people have told me that moving is a stressful time. And you know what? The entire process for me wasn't that stressful. I had to sell a car. I had to pack up my entire life. I had to quit my job. Probably the quitting of the job was the most stressful thing. But as soon as that finished, mentally and physically, I am big on words of affirmation and I believe them and it helps me feel a lot better. So whenever there were times when I was feeling like shit or I was feeling like I could start stressing and stress could start bubbling up inside me, I just go back to a conscious decision that I made, which was the fact that this move was going to be stress free. I was not going to let it get to me. I was not going to let anything get me down. And sure, I had to pay a little bit of extra money for my baggage flying on the plane. Sure, I had other things go wrong that cost me a little bit of extra money. But at the end of the day, the way I saw it was that I would rather pay money than pay with stress. So there I was. I looked for situations that meant that I could have a stress-free move. And that was one of my priorities that I'd written down. I was constantly reminding myself that I was going to have a stress-free move. See how it's all kind of tying together? Another do is to make sure you leave open-ended. Never say never, and especially never say never come back because you never know what's going to happen and you don't want to burn bridges with anyone. Maybe there are some people that, you know, you were keeping in your life and you're not quite sure why and it's helped you realize that, you know, you're leaving and they haven't actually been that supportive or whatever. Sure, Make a commitment to not see them again, but don't ever say never to the whole situation. You never know where you'll end up in the future. So it is very wise to be like, maybe I'll come back. 
I personally hope to never come back to Wollongong in terms of a place to live, but I definitely want to come back to visit. I've got some great friends that I want to go and visit there. My final do, though, is on the other side of moving. Once you're all moved in, once you're settled in, and even if you're not settled in, it really helps to take the time to explore the city that you have just moved to. So when you're in your planning phase of how long it'll be, you know, if you're moving for a job or for uni or whatever, give yourself at least a week to have free so that you can go and explore all the libraries and the free stuff and the cool meetups and find your tribe of people in your new place. You need the time to do that. And if you move into a brand new place and then you just switch straight into work mode or straight into uni mode or straight into whatever mode that will you know, be so time encompassing, you might not have the time to go and put yourself out there. And in my opinion, that is how you start off right in a new place. It's something that I've spoken about before in the art of starting again, but I wanted to highlight it here because it's really important that you just go and you fall in love with the place that you're moving to. Okay, on to my don'ts. Big, big don't is leave everything to the last minute. Now, this will go back to you having your plan and your list of priorities, but don't think the day before is a really good time to start packing. You definitely want to do something smart, like block yourself time. And if you're the sort of person that knows that you're going to get stressed out packing all these boxes all in one day, give yourself a couple of days. Say, hey, I'm going to pack for four hours today and then another four hours tomorrow. And then when the removalists are here, I'm going to finish tidying up. Give yourself that time because then that helps for even more of a stress-free move. And I guess I should change this instead of it being the do's and don'ts of moving. It's the do's and don'ts of moving stress-free because I had a very stress-free move. Another one is don't worry about what things will be like when you get there. Don't worry about, you know, how things are going to play out, how your life's going to be. You've got to stay in the moment, focus on what's important, your list of priorities and what's in front of you, getting them done because you will have the time, if you've given yourself the time, to figure all that sort of stuff out. And it really will help you remain stress-free because you can't stress about things that haven't happened yet. There is absolutely no point in doing that. Don't forget to say goodbye in your own way. I did mention this in my list of do's, but it's really important. I feel like I've got a bit of closure with my life in Wollongong because I got a little bit Mary Kondo on it, on the whole place. When all of my stuff left, the removalists had taken their time and they'd taken all of my stuff out of the house that I called home for the previous 12 months. I was locking up the door and I was about to send it off, hand the keys back to the real estate agent. And I thought, I'm just going to take a moment and I unlocked the door. I went back in and I sat in this empty unit and I sat and mentally I thanked it. I thanked the place for all of the good times, the shelter it provided me, the warmth it provided me, the people it helped me meet by giving me a sanctuary to always return to, the services that it provided me and everything else. And it's not just the place that you need to say goodbye to, the physical bricks and mortar place that you've been living into, but it could be the coffee shop that you stop in every morning and get your coffee and they know your coffee order. They're going to know that you'll have gone somewhere because you're not coming in every day anymore once you've moved. So go in, say goodbye, tell them thank you, leave on a high so that you can always come back. 
And my final don't is don't take any of the stress of the place that you're leaving with you. So this brings it back to that whole saying, goodbye, Mary condoing it. Let it all go. You are about to start a brand new adventure, a journey. You're turning over a brand new leaf, so to say. You can manufacture your life in any way you want when you start anew. That's one of the big reasons why I moved to New Zealand. There was nothing wrong about my life in Wollongong. Sure, I was in a job that wasn't fulfilling me, but I had some great friends. I had a great lifestyle, but it was time for me to manufacture a new life. I wanted to be able to take the things that I have learnt in my 28 years of life and apply them in an even better circumstance. And you have that opportunity too when you move. I'm not saying you need to go off and move. If you're thinking about taking the leap and thinking about moving somewhere, well, I hope this list of do's and don'ts will help you have a stress-free move. I'm still running our birthday competition, giving away some cheeky ice cream. Head on over to The Misadventurous on Instagram. Like the latest post and hit follow to be in the running. I think I'll keep the competition going for another week. So if you want a cheeky scoop on me to say happy birthday, Misadventurous, make sure you head on over to The Misadventurous on Instagram. Well, that's almost it from me here on Misadventurous. If you dig what you hear and want to keep up to date with every single episode, of the Misadventurous podcast, hit subscribe however you're listening to this right now. And if you want to be even more of a legend and help other wayward adventurers find this path, I'd love it if you head on over to iTunes and rate and review this podcast. Go on, five stars for all that positivity, right? So until next time, and don't forget, it's the small choices that we make every single day that build up to that big change that you're working towards. So stay with it. Thank you.